If you haven't had a chance, check out the Jazz Pod Co-op on Twitter. It's a group of podcasts with like-minded people that just want to share their opinions on the jazz. Here's a preview. Mark and Doug Hintzy on the twos and threes. The weird things about dude shots is like my favorite like NBA subcategory of thought. And like, or they're like the length of their arms affecting something. I, I'm, I'm like, whether they jump off of one foot because, or two foot. Right. Like, Emily and McCoy on the Jazza Gals. If anything, that video also reminded me like how just a few inches difference it was be- between us being on one side versus the other. You know, like, well, we all know a few inches can make a difference. Who, Logan and Jared on hitting the high notes. I don't even care if they're hurt. I mean, or we're not going to dance on any injuries, but yes. No, I, 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 uh, might. I might. Same. I might. I can't make any promises. <laughs> I don't even care if it's a fluke or we cheat. I don't even care. I'll take yeah. If you're not cheating, you're not trying, right? Uh, That's yeah. what they say. And Brian and McCade on home court press. Boyan, Memphis is really struggling to shoot. So giving Boyan to the Grizzlies and then having the Grizzlies forward our first-round pick onto another team. If you can get Boyan a first-round pick and then get Memphis to throw in a first-round pick in the A and take Boyan, a lot of possibilities open for a guy like John Collins. What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's a technical, technical difficulties edition of Hitting the High Notes Jazz Talk. Um, it is I. I am here, your host. Um, you can find me on the Twitterverse and the IG at Who Trans Superman. That's uh, H-U-U-T-R-N, T-R-A-N, Superman, uh, on the IG and Twitter. And um, uh, we are recording late night. It's, it's taken us a while to get here because, uh, you know... Sometimes technology does not want to cooperate, and um, we finally got here. We're here. Uh, we're recording tonight, and I'm here with them. Um, go the distance. Go the distance. Forty nine. Uh, already off the heart. A hot start with my technical difficulties in speaking. Even. Uh, what's up, Jared? Um, not much, man. How are you doing? Oh, you know, just uh, things are. Things are going. Um, I'm frustrated because um, we're having a hard time getting the recording done, and. Now I have to do a lot more editing, and it might not sound great. So you know, I, I'm a little perturbed, but we, we're ready to talk jazz talk. Uh, but we're bringing on um, uh, the Squatches of Dragons, Dragon Squatch um, uh, from Twitter. What's up, Logan? Just, just uh, looking to see if anyone wants to come clean out my litter box. <laughs> and that's that's crazy because you don't even have a cat. So I, I know. Uh, <laughs> Kitty cat. Uh, all right, so um, uh, first of all, this is um, Hitting the High Notes. Where we go on social media, we find hot takes or just takes and talk about them. Uh, and guys, um, uh, first of all, the first take I have is um, uh, Jared uh, ruined our happy little family. Uh, maybe that's what the technical, technical difficulties all are, all are all about. You know, He went and changed all our text messages from blue to green. And um, uh, Jared, what do you have to say for yourself? Uh, uh, Android's cheaper and... Uh, and yourself scoundrel yeah no, yeah cheaper yeah oh, man uh, it's all about the money it's always about the money yeah. Right there, so. yeah they're way hey they're way more options man mm, sure but yeah but your text messages are green and then every time i say green text message it like um, uh, there's like a fire in my heart and it's like it's like Good. flames on the side of my face <laughs> like burning heaving flames so um speaking of burning heaving flames uh you know <laughs> <laughs> you gonna talk about prom night or what? What's that? Oh boy, different oh, prom night. Oh prom night. What? A, yeah, that is a different podcast. Um, uh, catch us on um, uh, just a tiff with uh, Logan's ex-wife, uh, Tiffany Drake. So, um, 
<laughs> hey, hey, you did hit the start recording button, right? Because I went and checked uh, the thing. In. Yeah, I mean, I think so. So, um, where we last time we talked, it was pre free agency. Uh, so that was a while back, and free agency feels like it's almost over now. Basically, it basically is over for Utah Jazz. Um, uh, you know, everybody is loving, uh, lo- loving um, uh, the the Jazz offseason. Logan, how do you feel about the Jazz offseason? I mean, we we got the guy that uh, we talked about that you liked. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about Rudy Gay. Or Rudy Gay, another yeah, RG was, on the team. What's in, what was just bizarre was I hadn't even thought about Rudy Gay until that night, and I was obsessed with him. And then, you know, two days later, they were a little late to the party with the Rudy Gay. So, I mean, should be late to the party, but they were. It was like the day after, right? So. I think that's. I think that's. I think it's all the good moves. I think they're good moves. And then there was Whiteside. Whiteside a couple days later, which is kind of a polarizing individual. But but at the end of the day, I think it's. I view nothing but positive about adding at least veteran pieces to fill out the back end of that roster. So, uh, Conley was Conley was a done, and that was pretty fantastic. I think the Conley contract is really, as you compare it to everything else around, is almost. I mean, it feels like a steal of a deal compared to what other people signed for. So that was not that Seriously. I care. It's not, my, it's not my money. But really, when you start comparing to other people and what they got, it's kind of startling. And then we found out, what, this week that it's not – there's a ton of it's incentive-based and, like, the last year is an option or something. Or maybe, I maybe I'm getting it wrong. But there's some pretty gnarly Personally incentives guaranteed. tied into it. Yeah. So – I uh, I don't know if they're what that kind of spurred the interesting conversation that are the Jazz a free agency destination. So, um, <laughs> you know, I've, good, I've, yeah. I've, I've got my I've got my opinion on it, but I'll let you guys go first as to what you think that means. Yeah, Jarod, um, uh, best offseason ever for the Jazz. Uh, I'm hesitant to say yes because last time we said that it, it went horribly, horribly wrong. So. Uh... I mean, the, the the free agents that the Jazz got I me, mean, they still got Boyan that offseason. They got Mike Conley. Those guys are still here. So it was it was a cool offseason. That's all I got to say. The greatest offseason in Jazz history for me is still the Memo Boozer offseason. It's hard to top that. Yeah, even though even though Boozer Boozer didn't play that first year, so but it still it still worked worked out pretty well for the Jazz that offseason. So um, they took the money man. Runs. Yeah, uh, I feel like those were like them, but they swung for the fences twice. And hit two home runs, so uh, you know, pretty good deals there. Um, yeah, uh, so yeah, so kind of like that walk off in the Field of Dreams game. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, they built it and they came, and we all came. I was um, screaming when they, sh- I was screaming when they shot the fireworks off. I'm like, they're gonna burn it down. They're gonna start a fire. Without <laughs> skipping a beat, said just said popcorn. Like, popcorn. Right. <laughs> yeah, you can't burn a, it down. It just makes it more. Yeah. Just makes it more uh, delicious treat. Iowa, I, I Iowa doesn't care about them, uh, uh, wildfires, so uh, just don't blow that air into Utah. Um, so yeah, so let's 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 go. Talk, let's start with the the top one was probably we said Mike Conley was the most important piece. The Jazz went and got Mike Conley back, uh, as Logan said, on a on a pretty friendly contract, partially guaranteed third year, uh, a couple of incentives. Um, right in that, you know, what I said was the uh, you know I think people were upset about the seventy five million dollar number. People were very happy with the sixty million number. The sixty million dollar number, sixty nine seems to be in the sweet spot for everybody. So, um, unironically, tends to be. Yeah, and it tends to be. Um, so, uh, you know, Mike Conley coming back and then releasing the. <laughs> the first time I saw the Mike Conley video, like return video, I had I didn't hear the sound, 
And so I didn't know that was edited. I was like, oh, shit, they, they edited it. I was like, all right, well, I guess you can't have the, you know, I'm not fucking leaving part, but I, I like that part, you know. You I'm could. not fucking leaving. You could. Yeah, they I mean, changed it to Utah. I'm not leaving Utah. I'm not leaving Utah. That's probably the Mike Connolly reaction you need, though, to get us over the top, is we need the fuck you Mike Connolly if it exists yeah. somewhere deep down inside of him. The, the Mike Connolly, I guess, oh. is kind of here. Yeah, let's, let's, let's go. Let's yeah. go, okay. Apparently, let's he go. doesn't. Apparently he doesn't like saying that word. I don't. I don't. I don't no, like like the high notes going with the four letters. Mike Connolly. We need four letter Mike Connolly. Four, four letter. Yeah. Mike. We need the, we need four the nasty letter Mike. Mike. I mean, it, there are some people out there who don't think I'm uh, the Mike Connolly. It, it was just one of those things that I, I I didn't delve into it. I did see some people were like, well, still think it's a little overpaid. But I'm like, that's the thing that like. If you don't, you don't get my colleague back, you're not getting anybody else. So I didn't. I, I don't. Who, who's? But how can they consider it now? Here's the thing: if he torpedoes yeah, and he completely is terrible, then that is. But compared to what everyone else signed for in the same class, right. how can how can it be a bad signing? Yeah, like Chris Paul's contract. I don't, contract. I don't understand how he's. I don't right. understand how he's overpaid. Like that seems like a strange thing to say. Like like Chris Paul's contract was like, was a little crazy when you first heard it. it was like four years, 120 million. Um, when you boil it down to like all the guaranteed money, it's only seventy five million for for Chris Paul. But uh, you know that was you know, that was a lot. You know to to pay thirty whatever year old, you know two years older than Mike Conley, Chris Paul for four years. But um, I think Chris Paul's contract came out to be pretty good too. Uh, Kyle Lowry is the one I think um, uh, is like wow. You know like Kyle Lowry for that much money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, he's like got three years on him too, right? He's in the third. He's in the Chris Paul yep. thirty-six range, right? Yeah. So, um, uh, that, Demar that, Derozan got an interesting deal. That was a little, Demar Derozan was kind of interesting too, right? I mean, it wasn't the Bulls, right? Yeah. I mean, the, I, I don't know. The, like, I, we don't even play the pick swap or something. That was like a weird sort of deal. I was like, huh? The Bulls, <laughs> them. Uh, I was like, the Bulls are just like cool. Your team is Zach Levine, Alex Caruso. DeMar DeRose and Nikola Vucevic. I'm like, you guys have a lot of guys that are like in that like top 40 to 50 range. Like Levine's, your, you know, Levine's, your, I always say Levine, Levine's your, your best player. But I'm like, oh boy, I don't like, I don't even know. I think you got like pieces to compliment him. So I, I, I don't, don't understand the Alex Caruso signing. That seems like a weird one. I was like, huh? <sighs> you know, people love Caruso. I thought, so. I thought DeRozan was going to the Lakers on a minimum. That was a real shocker when he got like 85 million. <laughs> well, like, apparently he wanted more money than, um, uh, you know, $2 million. That is, you know, it, uh, and Rudy Gay was supposed to go there on the minimum to the Lakers. Um, yeah, everybody goes to the Lakers on a minimum, apparently. Everyone. Well, I mean, I mean, to be fair, they did get like six guys on the minimum. That I was like, oh, those are all very good contracts to get on a, on a yeah. minimum. Yeah, yeah, but so. I would say none of those guys that they got. Uh, I would say none of those guys are in the Rudy Gay slash uh, Demar Derozan tier. Well, I don't think it's DeRozan. DeRozan. I think it's probably higher tier than I think, Rudy Gay for sure. I think, uh, I mean, I also don't know if I want to pay DeRozan. Like, DeRozan's weird. Like, DeRozan's a guy I would pay, like, $5 million for to be, like, a bench scorer, <laughs> you know? Like, um, if you got I'd, I'd, I'd right? give him 10. Yeah, I'd give him 10. Yeah. Oh, like, so I guess, like, I'd yeah, give him seven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Let's split but, the difference. Um, right. So, um, hey, uh, that's what PJ Tucker got seven and a half million a year. That's insane. I, 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 so this is where I differ, I guess, on you guys, because, like, I think Rudy Gay is a minimum player. Uh, I understand why the Giants have to give him taxpayers mid level, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not super excited about you know, 35 year old Rudy Gay coming to the Jazz on a taxpayers mid level. Like, I think it's the best. I think Rudy Gay last year. He looked pretty good last year. 
Yeah, all right, cool. I mean, he's again, 35 year old. I mean, I don't know what to expect from Rudy Gay, you know, in the next three years. Um, I don't know if he puts the Jazz over the top. Uh, I don't, I don't know, like if he. I, I, I think he does help um, uh, in certain areas, but if the Jazz aren't going to play him when it counts, then I don't think it matters that much. I mean, if he's here to replace George Ying, then it's cool. He'll do it, and that's fine. But I don't think it's some. Um, uh, I don't think it's going to be game changing because if I'm a, you know, you blow a 25 point lead, uh, Rudy Gay, if you don't put him in, doesn't doesn't matter, you know. And uh, well, on, he adds something we're sorely lacking. Yeah, that's true. Always in. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and maybe last year Quinn, um, last year didn't have the pieces, you know. Maybe he, you know, he didn't think Mione or Joe Brown, he, but he just ran those same seven, eight guys out there. To get that low blown blown off, uh, 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 you know, to lose a twenty five point lead in less than eighteen minutes, it's really bad defensively. And unless you're going to play Rudy Gay and uh, and Royce O'Neal in crunch time, I don't think it matters. And um, I don't know who Quinn's going to pull off the floor for that. So we'll see. We'll see if that changes. And he might, he might, he might change it, but he also might not. So uh, if Rudy Gay is here to play George Yang minutes plus like five or six more. Cool. It's good. I don't think it's. I don't think it's some uh, championship contending. So, um, I think well, you, I, you know. You're also. Aren't you also the guy that said as soon as they fired Dennis Lindsay, a goodbye championship? What was that? You said well, as soon as they fired. As soon as Dennis Lindsay, it was announced that Dennis Lindsay wasn't coming back. You said goodbye championship. So this should already be. Should already expect this goodbye championship. Yeah. Did I say that? Oh, I don't know if I did or not. Um, you said it via text. Did I? No. I mean, yeah, like I, 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 don't, I don't see Rudy Gay as like a swing piece that like changes the entire trajectory of the Jazz. I don't see him as like a massive, like just a huge difference maker. But I think, I think it's, I think it's a better move on the back end. I think that it's everyone likes the the in vogue term is to say make changes on the margins. And I definitely feel a lot better about Rudy Gay than do George Yang, Trent Forrest, Viaone. Insert any other two way. And, you know, star star that we have there. I feel better about him on the end. But again, if Quinn doesn't utilize him, it doesn't even matter. But it does. I mean, most of these most of these championship teams do have that depth at the back. We saw it at nauseum with the Clippers. We saw it with Milwaukee. I mean, Bobby Portis I had series where I don't think he even played, right, or played sparingly. Uh, Jeff Teague even got a little bit of run throughout that playoff series. I mean, those are the guys you want when you're trying to, you know, not always necessarily – you know, re-secure the one seed, but, you know, guys that can do some things perhaps, you know, in the playoffs is the way I view it. So I don't. Yeah. And I'll argue, I'll argue against myself here is that, um, uh, you know, Quinn maybe last year didn't feel comfortable putting Mie, Jarrell, Doak, Urson, Matt Thomas, any of those guys in, right? Like um, uh, none of those guys were good enough to replace uh, Ingles or Bogey in, in those situations, but. You know, again, you know, the Jazz are running out their lineups with Clarkson and Mitchell and Bogey. And I was like, well, you know, there's no wonder that the Jazz can defend anything because those guys can't defend the perimeter. So uh, if, if Rudy Gay, if Rudy Gay played some Joe minutes and when Joe was looking rough, I think that would help. Right. But so let's say that Mike Conley was, you know, healthy in that, or it was in that. Again, it comes down to this is the same argument I was making. Like we've gone out to the bottom five. Uh, you know, we're going to have crunch time minutes and you're trying to hold on to a lead or, 
you know, you're trying to hold on to the lead or not, not have Jamal Murray score 50 on you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the Jazz are running out there. You know, you don't take Rudy off the floor. You don't take Mike or Donovan off the floor. Uh, you know, and so it, it, if Quinn Snyder just puts Rudy Gay instead of Royce O'Neal, I don't think that helps, right? Um, you know, if he decides to sit bogey, which he did a, a couple times last year, but it wasn't consistent enough. Like, there were times when the Jazz needed way more defense. And again, maybe... He didn't think Yang or Oni or anybody else could, could fill that role. And if, if that's the case, cool. Then if, if we see more Rudy Royce lineups, that will probably be better. I don't know if that would help against like Jamal Murray going for 50, but you know, it, it does help a little bit on the perimeter defense. Like the, the Clippers stuff, you know, is probably mitigated enough that they don't come back from 25 points down if you have Rudy Gay and Royce out there. But we'll see. This comes down to you know, do I trust Consider anymore to do that? We'll see. He's lost my trust there. Hey, so. hey we haven't even talked about Donovan's best friend. Oh well, yeah. Well, I mean, he. We're, we're going to probably. We're going, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's how I feel about it. Um. So next up, I'm. Uh, hey man. I don't know anything. I mean, it's got my interest. It's certainly. I don't know anything about him at all, but it seems the to. The poor guy. The poor guy was playing with a bunch of garbage. Like he was. He was out with like. He was out there with Wanamaker and look at the lineups, the most used lineups he was with, and it was it was ugly. He was like one of the cool. best players in the lineup. Cool. Where, where was uh, Eric Pascal um, uh, picked? Like what, forties, fifties? Cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. all right. Yeah, I, I think it makes uh, Donovan happy. It's fine. Yeah, that's and I think that's kind of maybe not the move they made. And if that's if that's what Pascal's there for, great. I don't think he cracks the top. Do you think he plays over Miami? Does, does he? Crack? It's hard to say. It's hard to yeah. say because I don't think he's a guard. He's more of a forward. Okay. I mean, but again, Neone is number 10 on the depth chart right now, right? So he might leapfrog him. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but but then again, like if, if again, Jamal Murray. Oh, I got it. If Jamal Murray's going 50 on him, and who, who who's guarding Jamal Murray? Is, uh, and who, who is guarding Jamal Murray at all? He's hurt. He's out. What are you talking about? Okay. Whoever holding him down. Girlfriend's got whoever. a on him right now. <laughs> so, whoever, <laughs> Whoever the next guard. Why, why does your hypothetical have to be somebody who's out for the year? Give me some. <laughs> it's every fucking guard. I get the jazz. Every fucking guard. Oh. <laughs> like how, how many point guards do you have to see go against the jazz that we've talked about for two years now? Oh, Austin Rivers, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Um, uh, so wh- wh- whatever, whoever, whatever fucking guard comes up next, Trey Young is over 50. Who's guarding him? Yeah, it's not good. I don't. I don't I, that, that's that's a that's a most likely question. Mike Connolly. That's, that's most likely. Yeah, it's a larger. That's a larger question about the overall philosophy, which I think is where my my, my whole mind shifts back to. Again, I'm. I guess it'll, it'll probably be the theme of this season is all eyes on Quinn. I mean, right. Like um, you know, he, won, he, won the, he, he won the Dennis Lindsay Civil War, and now we get. I've. I've. And we, <laughs> we joke about my Rudy rant, um, and this is where we're really going to find it out. I mean, he's got. He's got better pieces on the back end. It looks like in the last. I mean, it, the, the free agency destination thing is funny because really the Jazz for the last, even going back to Gordon Hayward era, have been attracting not top tier free agents. That's not what it is. We're not luring in the top guys, but we are getting the veteran guys that have an interest. They're going back to the Joe Johnson, the Jeff Greens, the Ed Davises. So we've been pulling these guys in consistently for the last handful of years. So this isn't really right. new. But there's we're we're about fifty fifty on whether they fit quote unquote Quinn's system or not, and uh, I, uh, you know, 
I, Coach Bud, I, I, Coach I Bud see, was very similar in it. That right. He's very rigid in his ways, and he's he's from the Coach Bud tree, right, to some degree. So we'll see if he's willing to evolve and try some different things because, you know, we're all told that Rudy is the greatest thing since Jesus Christ himself. So uh, we're <laughs> going to find out if a guy who I, can't do anything offensively can be your best player on the championship team. So I want to know, uh, or I, I want to see obviously on the trade deadline and – and I'm tricking myself into it, the buyout market again. Because, um, like, I, I know it's going to happen. I'm like, all right, you know, there's a chance the Jazz get something in the buyout market. But come on, like, I mean, last year the Jazz struck out just horribly in that. So I don't know why I'm trying to trick myself into it anyway. Um, the hard so part is knowing if they even tried or if they were shut down. I mean, I don't, I don't, that's what you, I don't know. As, as yeah. Jazz fans, we like to, we like to default back to, well, we just, no one wants to come to Utah. But I think for those fringe guys, that's not necessarily the case. I don't know if there was an effort put into it. That, that I, it's hard to know. So I mean, yeah, it is hard to know. If um, uh, if we get somebody in the buyout market this year, that's another that's another strike against Dennis Lindsay then, huh? Um, uh, exactly. Hey, that's what I would say. Absolutely. One yeah. more scoop of dirt on Dennis Lindsay. Bury him one foot deeper in the. In, in in all fairness, I actually thought what Dennis Lindsay did with the Jazz, you know, rebuilding them to where they are setting this yeah I, I thought it was very good but yeah you know he, he's at the he's, had, he's at the table but, but maybe he needs somebody uh, else to finish he he's he's that bad is, is he um uh, is this right is he Jave by by like him uh he strikes out a lot but when he gets a hit man he he hits out of the park is that um uh is that fair yeah Logan, seems fair yeah uh, Logan, he's, he's yeah. a baseball Logan, guy i guess yeah yeah Javi bias anyway um so uh let's go to hassan whiteside now uh, you know, yes. Jared Hassan Whiteside, um, uh, back up, you know, taking taking the favors minutes. Honestly, I I don't know how to feel about it. He he is kind of polarizing, like like a lot of people have said. Um, I know some people that have a lot of negative thoughts about it. I, I feel like you know, whatever he's he's taking, he's soaking up those regular season minutes. I have no idea if he's even going to play in the playoffs. Um, I mean, Jared, don't, I mean, come on, go, go through your timeline, go through your Twitter, like, go find everything negative you said about Hassan Whiteside. Ever. Oh, I've said a ton of negative things about Hassan Whiteside. I, I, could, <laughs> I could probably read for like a good 20 minutes negative things. Yeah, so does, does, it, does it shift, though, about Whiteside when, it go, when, you get, when you have to look at it in context, though, when it's a minimum contract and maybe playing 15 minutes a night? It, you know, Whiteside. Well, he's back, Whiteside he's backing up the better center, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But when, you're, when people are making, you know, absurd white side, you know, defensive player of the year things years ago, but he himself included, um, it's, it's just his his role is completely different now. And so I don't see what the downside of it. it's right. This this is right up whose alley with the take a take a flyer on a veteran guy who's shown some upside at on minimum. I mean, it's it's this is like the definition of it, right? So yeah, I mean that's that's how I should probably feel about it. But I'm also like, you know, and and maybe I'm more mad about jazz fans who are like turning about face right now and be like oh you know what you know white side like i'm like i have seen almost from every fucking one of you on twitter write something <laughs> negative i saw white side and now because he's wearing a different like set of laundry you guys are like well you know maybe maybe like and so i think that's where my anger comes from is that like i'm like no 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 you, you go dig up all your like even like um, i was uh mueller uh mark mueller um uh, he tweeted out something on the first when white side was signed and he said he said something like, "Oh, I'm glad my old account got nuked because there'd be a lot of white side stuff I would have to scrub." Like, no, yeah, don't don't scrub your time. I want you I'm to own it. Thing you I said about scrubbed it. Hey, I'm yeah. gonna start. I'm gonna start retweeting a lot of the negative yeah. white sides. Yeah. Just because you told me to. 
where does the white side hate come from? I don't. I I, I wasn't paying attention because because, he, people, because he 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 because basically he was in competition for Root with Rudy for defensive yeah. player of the year. So we as a tribe decided, oh well, if you want to, you know, you're you're a piece of trash, you know, and it, like they just they just made up all these things about Whiteside. And now he's on the Jazz. I'm like, oh well, you know, maybe he'll maybe he'll block some shots and get some. Well, I'm 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 not sure. I'm not sure if stuff got made up because there's a lot of people from Heat Twitter that are like, "Oh, sorry, sorry that you guys have Whiteside now. Sucks to suck." We did. I did. We did get attacked by Andreas and and that uh, our our Twitter account and and K, KW Jazzman. Um, uh, what's up, Keegs? Um, uh, they um, uh, uh, I, I you know I wonder if Keegs even listens anymore now that we're um, explicit. Probably not. Um, but yeah, so I mean, Whiteside again, he's a mid one. I don't think so. Keegs cares that much. Let's, let's, let's ask him on Twitter. Say, hey, do you uh, still listen to the show? No, we swear so, to you. Um, uh, so, Whiteside. Um, again, if he fails, then you you throw Doak in there and then you hope for the best, right? Like, it, it's not like Derek Favors was like setting the world on fire for the Jazz um, uh, last year and then his backup five roll. Um, mm-hmm. Could he be, could, could, I think Whiteside could be worse because Favors at least had some like has pick and roll chemistry. With the guys there, yeah. and he, you know, he he yeah. was he was fine. I guess he, he was better than Tony Bradley, which I'm not quite sure is a compliment or not. Um, was he <laughs> he eight million dollars better than Tony Bradley? Uh, Probably not. So. But, yeah. but um, you know, is he is Whiteside, you know, five times less than Derek Favors? Probably not. You know. Hey, speaking of Tony Bradley, Tony Bradley to the Bulls. <laughs> uh, Tony Jones' dream lives. So um, yeah. Tony Bradley, um, Tony again. If Tony Bradley plays as well as Derek Favors next year, probably a win because he's only making he's only costing the Jazz one point whatever million dollars, right? So um, as a roster spot, we'll probably talk. About, we'll, if you have time, we'll probably talk about Doke here in summer league or whatever. But you know, again, Whiteside. I, I don't know if he's a good pick and roll defender. I think I, that was one of the big things I heard was like, oh, he's off on the pick and roll. I mean, last year was it last year or two years ago when he was on Portland, and Dame was saying that Hassan Whiteside was the uh, defensive player of the year, and they asked Rudy about it. Rudy uh, was like, oh, well, maybe they should put him at the end of the game. Yeah, Rudy was was dunking on him too because Whiteside wasn't finishing games for the Blazers. So I don't know. I, I know he blocked shots and. Maybe he'll. Maybe he's going to be the Ed Davis that is better. You know, like we thought Ed Davis was, was a perfect backup man. Um, I'm getting a lot of Ed Davis vibes um, uh, through this whole thing. Like, oh boy, you know, what if we get Rudy Gay who just fall off a cliff already, or or Quinn doesn't know how to use him or whatever, or Quinn breaks him or whatever. Um, but Whiteside, you know, get some rebounds, get some blocks. No, listen, but you you guys are saying that uh, again. Not Whiteside at one point was a legitimate. You know, conversation piece in a defensive player of the year conversation, correct? Uh, yes. Sort of. I don't believe. Yes. I don't believe it's been a few been years. Derek, I don't believe that's ever been Derek Favors, or it's ever been, especially Ed Davis. So yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Not, that's not that's not me guaranteeing he's going to be great. He could be terrible, but I'm just saying, like for a minimum, that's the lowest amount of money you can give somebody, and it's yeah. a lot better than. I'd rather give that a role than, you know, another uh, someone that we know nothing about. So, and also, I, I will say this: like, I mean, so he blocked shots and whatever. If as long as Quinn sees Whiteside's strength, what well, this is what I want Quinn to kind of morph into is like, hey, I have to saw Whiteside. You know, you know who he's not? He's not fucking Rudy Gobert. So what you should, what, what what should you do? Not treat him like fucking Rudy Gobert, which he is what he did with Davis and Bradley and Favors. And Derek Favors, yeah. Right, and when Whiteside's in there, like 
play the right side strength or or do something else. You, you can't just play that same drop big because um, uh, it only works with Rudy in there. So make a strong, is it, is it, is a strong case. Philosophy of the team, though. That's become the Quinn hater podcast, guys. It's official. Yeah. Quinn hater and, podcast. Um, uh, and um, uh, yeah, you're you're right. Like um, uh, it, it is like the philosophy of like, the defense. And again, Quinn is more of a instead of having backup plans B, C, D, and E, you know, plan A is just going to work so well because you run it so many times and we're so smooth on it at it that we just do it better than everybody else. That's at you, least you, my. You, you just want you just want a little wildcat every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. That, that's like Jerry Sloan's mo, isn't it? So it's like. Shouldn't yeah, we, like, expect that, us from the franchise? Oof. Oof. Cool. I mean, how many, how many championships did Jerry Sloan win? I, I know. That's a good point. I'm yeah. just saying. It's like, kind of I mean, like... He won some with the Bulls, I think, no? <laughs> <laughs> the Bulls were terrible, I'm sure. Um, yeah, no, so, I, I mean... I'm, 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 not ready, I'm not ready to slander Quinn yet. I'm saying that his excuse... The excuses and the... It's, it's all up to him, and I'm hoping he right. chooses to get this better. This is a proof Right. Yeah. 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 Like, but I'm saying there, there's he. It's gonna be hard for him to unless we unless we something unforeseen happens, uh, injury wise. It's all on him because I would say even a some sort of lock potential locker room meltdown is also he's culpable to some degree as well too. But if that's going down a bunch of different rabbit holes, but I really it's it's, it's all on him. <laughs> it's all on him. I hope that he yep. and I, I do. I don't think he's a bad coach. So it's I'm not ready to slander him. Yeah, yeah I, it's, it's, I was going to say Donovan to promised him a role, and he's going to be pissed. And we were we were a couple months we were a couple <laughs> months removed from. We're a couple months removed from um, uh, uh, a lot of people saying that um, uh, Ty Lee was a better coach than uh, Quinn Snyder. So, I mean, that was not that was not very long, uh, very much time ago. So, um, I, I honestly think that that's probably the case still, even still. Yeah, I mean, no, sure. I mean, again, uh, that's another. I think there's a lot of. Thing. I think there's a lot of coaches that are good enough to win NBA titles, and there's some that just are terrible. I don't think. I, yes, that, I, I'm, that, that, I'm, I'm subscribing. I'm subscribing more and more to whose theory. I didn't quite get it the first 17 times he laid it out for us on the pod, but it finally clicked one day. It's like there's there's like there's like this top half, like 15 that are probably good enough to win you a title, uh, and sometimes it's right place at the right time. I don't know that there's that many. They're really that great revolutionary minds that are so phenomenal. They'll succeed anywhere i don't i don't know i mean it's, there's there's a lot of really good ones that can get it done but i mean if you gave if you give someone like spolstra like the kings is he gonna get the playoffs the king i don't think so i mean we saw how good luke walton looked when he was coaching the the uh warriors warriors so no, they were coaching yeah. themselves so um uh, uh nba is weird like that yeah and so logan number one not only um uh pointed out how repetitive i am on this podcast but was able to um, uh repeat my point and make it much more concise and understandable. So thank you. I mean, that's why you're here, Logan, like to do that. Cause I was like, yeah, you're right. That, that sounds much better coming out of your mouth than my mouth. I'm just here to take everyone's ideas and repackage them and convince them it's something new. And it's really just the same old bag of shit. If it's it's a better bag, if it's a a better sounding bag of shit, do it all the time. That's That's true. I I do use, I do use nicer wrapping. I like to prepare it. Not just a typical um, brown. I like to go with a little white and a little bow on there. I am so Glasses. heated about this offseason right now. So um, you're pretty fired up over it. This is this is right in your wheelhouse, though. So I know, like, and and I get, I, I get, I like there it, are reasons yeah, I like it. It. people like it. Like, and again, Eric Pascal, like that's really cool. The Jazz gave a second rounder to get another second rounder. Do I see a path for him to like be able to like if if I'm a Hassan Whiteside just fails so miserably? All right, cool, Whiteside or uh, Pascal. 
you're the new backup five. That's that's how I see his path. And that's cool. And I do enjoy that maybe these are pieces that if something goes fucking wrong again in the playoffs, mm. that, all right, you know, let's not throw Whiteside in the back in minutes. Let's get Pascal in there. I know he didn't play all year, but, you know, this is something this is, different, right? This is our new breaking case of emergency guy. Hey, yeah. I'm, Pascal, like, Pascal's got that. legit NBA. I mean, he's got legit NBA minutes, though, right? And that's the thing that. Yeah, like he, 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 he made the all rookie team. Because like yeah. he played on, he played in that really awful Warriors team that was tanking, and so um, uh, he's got he's got some minutes. Um, he's got you know there's there's game film on him, and I'm not I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying like, cool. The Jazz have a pretty set rotation at you know nine guys already. You mm-hmm. know we added Pascal, and a lot of people are like, oh, we have these lines. But like guys, you're asking Quinn Snyder to have six different lineups. Right. <laughs> We have, we have what eight years of evidence of him using the same lineup just over and over again. So, yeah, uh, again, that's we need year one of, Quinn back. Give us year yeah. one Quinn. So that, that, that's what I'm saying is you know it'll be up to Quinn to do things because we that, that I mean just the way we're phrasing a com- the way we're the whole structure of our conversation is telltale as to what the issue may be, and that is that we have to see is just this this nine and that's it. And look at look what happened to look what happened to Mike Connolly. Can we really count on Mike Connolly to always be healthy? Can we put the grind <sighs> on him like that? Obviously, Joe Ingles, the wheels fell off because he had nothing left. You know, I, I, I really, I, I, I do give credence to the fact that he had to keep playing because we were chasing a one seed. So, do yeah. we? That's that. That could be part of the problem. As we're saying this, and we've all criticized the why are the guys in when you're up by 20 points with four minutes left in the fourth quarter? Why aren't they? Right. So, I mean, the fact that we have to feel like it's just a top nine is maybe perhaps part of part of yeah. what needs to be tweaked on. And I, I wonder if, like, because, um, like, you know, we've all played basketball before. Some of us have played, you know, more, you know, professional, not professionally, but, like, in high school and stuff or whatever uh, on team, comp teams and stuff. But, like, um, uh, like how momentum can, like, you know, I think, um, uh, who was it when we had uh, Sloan on here and he was saying, like, he, he wanted Quinn to pull his starters quicker, like, up by 20 with six minutes. I go, I can see why he doesn't, though. Like, maybe he puts in the scrubs, and all of a sudden that 20-point lead in two minutes goes down to, you know, 10, right? And all of a sudden the momentum's gone. You try to put your starters back in, and they can't stop the bleeding. I can see that, and maybe this is – maybe the depth wasn't as – you know, we thought the depth was Jarrell Brantley, Juwan Morgan, because we saw, like, flashes of them being good. And looking at that roster now, going, oh, well, Juwan is probably not going to be an NBA player, at least not for the Jazz. Uh, Joel Brantley is going to be cut probably within two weeks in the season. Um, Trevor Force is having a nice summer league. Like, it's cool, but we saw how limited he was. And, yeah, and he's still just yeah. a two-way player. So Right. So, like, yeah, I, I mean, may, may, and maybe you know, having the Pascal as your 10th or 11th guy, me only as your 10th 11th guy, maybe that does give Quinn more. We'll see, like, if, if the Jazz go on another offensive, like, um, uh, become another offensive juggernaut again and can get up big, maybe we'll see more of that because they have better depth than they did before. So, yeah, I mean um, that was that was one of the that was one of the criticisms we in the in the article that came out with the the, the Dennis Quinn yep. divide, which you know, sorry, Tony, you Tony, it, 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 it did That's exist, true. Tony. I'm sorry, I still I still love I still love me some Tony Parks, but yeah, it definitely existed. Um, you heard it here first so, on uh, the high notes. Um, yeah, but, uh, but I mean that's that's what he said is he wanted at the end of his that was one I do remember that from what I read through anyways when I read the article that he he wanted NBA quality players to fill out the end of the bench so you know again that's yeah. what we're doing these guys have minutes say, have played Matt minutes. Thomas that's what they got Matt Thomas for um, 
I refuse. <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge whoever Matt Thomas is. Generic player number seven. Generic, exactly. Generic like, I mean, I, number four. With with the NBA can't number NBA game can't number fill all the spots for a guy here. Let's just, just throw him, uh, you know, the the player model in. Hey, I'm Mark. And this is Doug. What's up? And we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the Utah Jazz called Twos and Threes. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every Monday morning. Mark's my big brother, and you could say this podcast is a family affair, but really we think of the jazz and jazz nation as our family. So we'd love for you to participate with us to listen, and really, let's do this together. Go jazz. Go jazz. Be our family. Boom. Hi, I'm McCoy. Hi, I'm Emily. And we're the Jazzy Gals. If you're looking for in-depth Utah Jazz basketball analysis, this ain't it. (laughs) But if you are looking to discuss how great Rudy's beard looked this week, Jazz Twitter crushes, or other fun pop culture things, you have come to the right place. That's right, and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And also on Twitter at JazzyGalsPod. Go Jazz! Go Jazz! So, um, uh, the Jazz uh, uh, also um, uh, drafted, like, oh, God, guys, like, we should have drafted, we should have potted after draft night because, my God, did the fucking Jazz Twitter burn down on draft night. Oh, yeah, my God. Dude. Gerard, Gerard you know, Butler's coming at 30. The Jazz are at 30. Oh, my God, they're going to get him. The Jazz trade out at 30. What the fuck are you doing, Jazz? Oh, my God, this is going to be so, oh, the Jazz get Jared Butler at, at, at 40 and two other picks. Oh, it was a good, great move. Justin Zanuck, you're the best guy ever. Here, let me suck Zanuck. your cock. Zanuck, king of the universe. Yeah. It's kind, like, of, kind of amazing, the, the hindsight the, the that era. was going on. And then, yeah, the, and, then, the, and then after the fact, we learned that the Jazz had made the trade before they even knew he was going to be available down at yeah. 30. And so they're like, oh, yeah. crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no. Oh, I didn't I mean, know that they, part. I didn't know. Oh yeah, that. no, yeah, they they like yeah. lucked back into it. It was like I think Mark Stein like, hey. tweeted out something like, um, uh, I think it was Mark Stein. Uh, sorry, Mark. It might sorry, have Mark been. Fuck, yeah, fuck the Mark. Stein line. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, who, I don't trust anyone who spells Mark with a C. I just don't trust it. <laughs> and, and this <laughs> spells with a K, so he's good. <laughs> this does make sense though, right? Because uh, the Jazz, uh, the story is the Jazz traded the Grizzlies around pick twenty three. Because they didn't think Jared Butler was going to be there at 30. And then when Jared Butler was there at, at 30, they're like, oh, fuck, we fucked up, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, honestly, it, it makes sense. After, honestly, after I read that, I was like, oh, it's better to be lucky than good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, um, uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I Like, here's the thing. Like, Jared Butler is at, four, again, he, he's number 40. If he does anything positive, if he looks like me on a, you know, in year three, then uh, in his rookie year, cool, right? But you know, th- there are some red flags there. You know, he's got some medical stuff. Um, he's not playing summer league. I mean, I know it's just summer league, but those were you know a few extra weeks of like team stuff yeah. we could have got. Um, yeah, no, I totally I, get it. I you know, we're, we're all Dude, crowning I'm, him as. I'm super pumped that we got Gerard Butler though. Like we got the fucking 300 guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you like that? Um, this is Sparta. Um, so um, uh, yeah. So um, uh, Gerard might be the back point guard. I don't know. He he might this be. This is Sparta. He he might be good enough, but I'm not. I'm not sitting there going, "Oh my God, the Jazz have figured out their back point guard problems." They because again, I, I'm not pining my hopes on a guy that the Jazz drafts out of forty. Maybe the guys. 
there's there's a reason why he like either all the teams are stupid, or there's other reasons why he dropped as far as he did. You know. Right. No, so, you, make a, you make a strong case. Yeah. So I, I and again, he, he this is my you know maybe I'm setting my expectations super low, and if he passes them, great gravy we're yeah. all in. And That's if he doesn't reach fair. it. If he doesn't reach it, then yeah, well, you know, he might need some work. I, so I gotta go all in on him though. His first name's Jared, so I'm all good. Yeah, maybe that's the, maybe that's I'm calling Gerard. Um, what? Is that Gerard? What the? <laughs> Gerard. All right. So, um, Gerard. Speaking, of, speaking of summer league, uh, that's going on right now, and I was gonna, I should text you guys a, a picture of my my summer league badge. I was like, I got a nice little official I, badge. I don't want to see it. I don't rub that shit in. I don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, like. Just the way like the Olympics were and like um, everything I did, like I wasn't able to go to, uh, except for the third Salt Lake City game. That was the only one I was able to go to, mm-hmm. um, and I could only go for like a half anyway. But uh, I digress. Uh, Summer League has been. Have you guys been watching? Like, do you guys care about Summer League? I mean, I I care, but I haven't. Uh, my life has just just been so crazy uh, last this this week that uh, I have not. You have, to, uh, paid you have to go bury an iPhone. Um, uh, I mean, Logan, we you and I talked about fond fond memories of, of, of summer league, but there's something about watching it on TV just isn't doesn't hit the same. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it. I don't. I mean, most of that stuff is broadcast like on KJAZ or something. I was reading. I think I don't. I mean, I wouldn't get it. I can't watch the NBA this year, anyways, because uh, you know Ryan Smith let me down. But um, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't watch it on TV. Um, I'm just an old curmudgeon, I guess. I don't care about the draft. I don't care about summer league. I mean, like I said, the one thing I always think about with summer league is that at one point in time, Greg Ostertag dominated Tim Duncan in summer league. And that's all I ever needed to hear. And that may not be a fair way to do it, but that happens. Therefore, <laughs> when something like that happens, I no longer can give any credence to any of that takes place now. Honestly, I kind of feel the same way because Trey, Trey Young looked like garbage in summer league. And so I was like, oh, he's not good. No, he's good. <laughs> I am. I uh, I I remember my buddy and I, uh, Chris and I, we uh, went and watched the the Lopez brothers, like Brook and Rob Lopez, play in summer league, and go. I go. Oh my god, those guys are so fucking slow. There's no way they're gonna be good NBA players, and Brook Lopez is an NBA champion. So, all right, well, what the fuck do I know? So, um, yeah, summer league is fun. Like you you see guys who are just like you know, because this is like the 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 reason people watch college, right? Because these guys are fighting for like jobs or they're not playing for money. So it's going to be better. Like these guys are fighting for jobs and you would think it's better, but you know, I don't know. Chet Forrest looks good. In this. I'll give you the recap. Chet Forrest looked good in summer league. Jarrell Brantley's looked okay. Uh, he looks solid. Yeah. yeah. Big doc. Blocking the heck out of everything. Yep. Right. So um, uh, does, will any of that translate to the regular season? Probably not. Um, yeah. But it, it, it has it has people like uh, going and looking at dope going, oh well, you know, maybe maybe it wasn't so bad after all of all the things, you know. Oh Desmond Bain also looked fantastic in Summer League. Yeah, yeah that's that's that, that's that's it's not Azabuki the person. It's the fact that that guy was gonna be available in the second round too. So yeah. you know, it's your your guy Sloan said had helped helped me figure that out. When I heard him say I'm like it must be true because he's smart. <laughs> he, he loves the, he's always on it for the draft specials. So yeah, he is. Um, uh, yeah, so that's right. You, you could you could have and you could have had Azabuki. So you could have had the uh, best of both worlds. So we can never justify that as being correct, like the right call. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, unless unless Doke becomes like an all star and Bane doesn't, right? So yeah, I mean, it's a little doubtful at this point. 
it is it, oh it, look, it looks pretty bad but you know again there's a, there's a chance so um i don't i mean doke has looked good enough i think that people are like talking to themselves into well maybe white side's not the backup center maybe doke will be but again white side's a minimum contract and that's if that's the case and they think doke's better for that cool we'll see um you know doke still got a lot of stuff to work on besides uh, I think Andy Larson tweeted out something like, "The guys in summer league, since they don't have any like craftiness around the rim, they go straight up and dunk just so big and lengthy that they just can't get above them." But in the NBA, you know, you have to be. Yeah, that's kind know. of the thing. There's he's just so big, and there's nobody else that's even close to his size. That's kind of yeah. He, run, and like, he runs really hard case. though. <laughs> he, tries, hey, yeah, he, tries, he tries super hard when he runs. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, and, and that's why Rudy is good at what he does at blocking shots because like he, he's a, he's really good at anticipating stuff. So um, uh, yeah, like it just and that, that's stuff that you kind of learn throughout the years. Like he's like, oh, he's gonna, he, you know, he might do this instead, or he might have a, you know, just stuff that you learn on the job basically. So um, yeah, so you know, summer league, the Jazz are undefeated technically. So uh, the Jazz JV team lost, but um. Uh, Jazz, uh, the, the Jazz are probably going to sign them uh, a Teague. I don't know if he's related to Jeff Teague, but a Teague might get a two-way contract. And uh, yeah, like I'm having a hard time remembering. So I'm, I'm going to go through this. Tell me if I miss anybody. Uh, Donovan, Mike, uh, Boyan, um, Royce, Rudy, Joe, Clarkson, um, Whiteside, Rudy Gay, Brantley. Mie Oni, that's 11. Uh, Butler is 12. So Jess should have oh, like Pascal, 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 Pascal. So thank you, Rascal. 13. And I guess Daryl Bentley's 14 or whatever. So okay, I'll try to figure out, like, I mean, they like the Jess. Oh, did, you, did you already say Big Doc? I wasn't sure if you said Big Doc. Yeah, oh, and the Big Doc. That's right. Doc, he counted Brantley twice, so we're still at the same number. Okay, cool. So uh, there we go. So yeah, all right, cool. So that's 15. Uh, so the the theory I saw from like Ken and all you guys out there like um uh, the Jazz would probably keep Brantley until like he's getting paid for like the first eight games or something like that and then they'll cut him and then they'll keep that spot open for whatever happens. So Matt Thomas, welcome back to Utah Jazz. <laughs> I mean, so like I mean, guys play GM real quick here. So I, I read also fourteen again. Um, so your your back half is Pascal, Mioni. Uh, Doc Doak. Um, is is there like a Shaq Harrison or is there something out there that you guys like? You don't have to give me a name, but like give me a prototype of something that you want in that like eleven to fifteen range. That like, oh shit, everything we need we need to like throw Shaq Harrison in here because these guys are fucking us up right now. You know, I guess Sorry, the prototype would be like uh, who was that big defensive guard I had such a hard on for uh, that was with the Knicks last year. Um. Uh, Every page. This freaking name. Big Fr- Frankie Smokes. Frankie Smokes. Yep. Fr- somebody like and, him. That kind and, of archetype. He he is he is available. So like it's like because like again, not not saying that Mike and Donovan are awful defenders, but they're also six one, and right. like and a lot of point guards sense. and point guards and shooting guards are getting closer to the six five six six range sometimes with these guys. Um, so like I think even Dame is, I don't know. From what I hear, Dave's actually not six one, so that could probably be true. 
like um, uh, D- D- Dame is like what six one second wet type thing, um, but he still gets it done. So you know that's impressive that if he's if if, if Dame is five eleven and still doing what he's doing, that guy deserves to be ranked higher on some tiers. So um, yeah, uh, anything else interesting happen with the the Jazz guys that you guys want to talk about? Um, no. Yeah, I mean, free agency. Uh, I said talking about free agency because. Uh, I, everybody, everybody seems to love this offseason, and truthfully, I think the Jazz had a very good offseason for the Jazz. Like, you know, you're not going to get Rudy Gay at a minimum, but you're going to get him with the tech at mid level. That's just how that's just how the world works. You know, the Lakers, the Lakers will, will get him on a minimum, but not the Jazz, and that's it sucks, but it is it is the way it is. Um, well, I, I also I, I wonder, am not sure that that's necessarily the case because I'm hearing that, or I read somewhere somebody was saying. Uh, Maybe it's that guy out of Orlando um, was saying that the Jazz actually gave Rudy Gay a three-year deal versus a two-year deal. So I'm not sure that he was available for the minimum, like we all yeah. think. And maybe not, but like I'm just saying, like in in normal circumstances, normal years, every like this, you're gonna find you're gonna see like your grab guys on the minimum. All the Jazz will have to usually spend a taxpayer's mid-level or mid-level exception. Um, mm. You know, they, they, maybe they start getting more Jeff Greens. I don't know. I don't but, think that's Jazz exclusive, though. That's just you, the one exception oh, well. you're pointing out is just, just just the Lakers get that kind of treatment. Yeah, like, maybe the, maybe the Warriors sometimes, but even the yeah, Warriors, it's, it's like the, the, the four or five big markets get it, and the Jazz play by a different set of rules. And you know, that, I guess that's what bugs me out the most. It's like, yeah, it's good, it's fine. I just I, I can't give it an A because you know it's, it, it is you more. So well, they haven't traded both on yet. Uh, I mean, again, we, I, you know, I, I was team blow it up or team, you know, big changes, and the Jazz did not qualify for team big changes yet. So, yeah, dear um, God, watching watching Jazz Twitter, I just I hope that you know, you know, trading one piece like Bohan, if that's team blow it up, I just pray to God I'm not near or close to them, like when their toilet paper roll runs out or something, because that is not team blow it up. <laughs> that is one fringe piece. And if you say, who do I want for my 15th player on the bench? I'm gonna go with Harrison Barnes because because of the stupid stuff I've seen on Twitter. People the way they talk about Harrison Barnes, I think he's he's that that terrible. Anyway, yeah. that's a different that's a different rant oh, yeah. day. I, the Adam Bushman trade came up and uh, people were yeah, I saw it. people are idiots. If you if you, if you really think that Harrison Barnes is that much worse than Bohan, you're you're just you're an idiot. I, as, and again, it's just uh you know again, it's not like we it's not like I've ever said I, oh I I think Boyan it's not even like the slump or anything. It's just like I think Boyan's really good at a, a couple things. It's just no, it's, uh, for us, it's never been about him playing bad. That's the thing that's right. different from our takes on everyone else's. It's not us saying hey, the guy is terrible. The guy is not terrible. The guy is a good basketball player. The problem is he's just repetitive. Like, right. Yes. We did that. Is what we said. And, right. And I, 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 earlier in the offseason, I was like, it's got to be him or JC. But really, I don't think so because JC feels again confident. You know, as somehow we've managed to make him controversial too. But he, his role is very much like come in as the sixth man and just shoot, 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 get some points. And I don't yeah. know that Bohan could fill that role either, though. So I think that Bohan's the guy by default, you know. And, and when yeah, the comes out and stamps, J- Joe Ingles is sticking around, and I don't think Joe Ingles is going anywhere now. So, which is well, I, I'm okay. Yeah. With it. I, I, yeah. I like Joe. That's fine. <laughs> Joe on Twitter is trying to trade Clarkson while his quote unquote value is high. That would be me. That is you. You're half of Twitter. Hey. No, well, that, that, that's my that's my whole take. Is that like I, I want to trade these guys when their value is high? Like, do I think Clarkson's value can get higher than it is? Like, I I think right no, now I don't it's, think so. it's the best you can get. 
So, you know, if you're selling a stock and you don't think your stock's going to go any higher, that's when you sell. And I think that's that's my thinking with JC is that yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a lot I'm a lot more weary of what JC's role is to be filled by somebody else. So that's the part that makes yeah. me. Yeah, guess who guess who else is ceiling is high right now too? Donovan's his value is very high. <laughs> his value is very high. Well, yeah, I'm not so, trading this. So well, the value is high. But uh, again, this comes up to like, do I think JC's value can get higher? Not not so much. Do I think Donovan's value can get higher? I do think I, I think so. That's the thing is that um, you know it's it's the valuation of like where do we think these guys like you you want to sell at their high price point versus like last year when everybody's like oh mike mike mike's trade mike mike guys you can't trade mike Holly because his value is way low like there's right. no point right last year last year again was like the the person that you should trade is boyan because he Question, came off such man. a great year that you could probably get back a lot of value for him so that's that's where my trading philosophy comes in and it's a fantasy football mindset i'll, I'll admit it like you know if a guy runs for 300 yards in the game, I'm probably going to put him on the trade block and see who's going to give me what for him, you know? Um, and that's 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 where my mindset comes from is that's football. Like, do you want to trade your guys when you think they're at their highest point, you know? So, um, and oh, so that's where I, I guess my, I guess my question would be then, like, would you feel that, like, the move that the Jazz should make or consider making would be, like, combine somebody – Two guys that have positive values, so say like you take Mike and Boyan at the trade deadline. Try to trade those guys, put those two guys in for an upgrade somewhere. You need like a bigger guard or something. I mean, again, if like, oh boy, who's, who's, if, if. I'm trying to think who would be available. I honestly have no idea. If, if Bradley Beal was available for Mike Connolly and Boyan, I would probably think about that a lot, right? Like, gotcha. like oh, yeah. Bradley Bill is a, is a is a you know I, I want to say he's a tall shooting guard. Um, then you have Donovan as your point. Then you have and, Donovan as your de facto. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, like like the, like I mean, it, but it would have to be. I mean, if you're because like, again, you know, we're talking about right. It have to be a clear upgrade, right? A forty million dollar contract uh, and somebody that's uh, you know worth it, right? So that that's along the lines um, of where I would go there. So um, makes sense. That's what that's what I would do in fantasy basketball. Fantasy football and real NBA basketball. I don't know. We have to like worry about, you know, contracts and everything. I, I it's, 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 I don't know. It's, it's a weird way of thinking, I guess, but yes, I, look, if somebody offered, uh, who's the young three D guy you guys like? Mm. I don't know what that means. Who's the, like, our, our body? <laughs> there you go. Desmond Payne. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm a, like my, my, how do you how, how do you feel about my tea stable? I don't know what those words mean. How about you? Or, or, my oh, Matisse, Matisse Thibel? Well, I wouldn't Thibel. call him a three and D guy. I'd call him just a D guy. Okay. All right. So, I, uh, how about how about a Dylan Brooks that could hit a three consistently? Yeah, D- Dylan Brooks would be an interesting prospect. Okay. So, wait, like, here's the thing: if, if if the Grizzlies call him, like, hey, we'll give you D- uh, Dylan Brooks. Straight up for Joe Ingles, that would that would make me go, hmm. You know, I'm I like, can hell see, yeah, I can see I can see that working for the finalize draft. that trade. Like, and, and that's the thing is that like as much as I like Joe Ingles, like if I mean, and maybe it's not Dylan Brooks, maybe it's just maybe it's something more likable, maybe maybe, but it's like it's like a clear, you know, great defender and also hits the three at a at a, at a great rate. Whoever that guy is, and they offer it to the Jazz and they want Joe Ingles, like. You know, 
does that does that guy get get make you better to uh, to win a championship? I, I get it. Like it sucks. It would hurt. I like like I never really believed the Joe Eagles rumors anyway because like, none of it ever made any sense, and so I, I never really like process like oh they might trade Joe Eagles. Um, but I, I can imagine that you know be like Jared when Derek Favors left, you know got traded. I was like oh okay you know I can see that pain of losing one of your favorite players. But man, if you got a clear upgrade. Like if you got somebody who, you know, makes you contender, you know, if you get prime Ron Artest, you know, like, all right, okay, yeah, like, I see why why they did it, and if all of a sudden, you know, the Jazz go from being, you know, a fridge contender to the clear favorite in the West, that's that's a move that you might have to do, and that's how I treat, you know, if if somebody offered LeBron James and Anthony Davis for Donovan Mitchell and whatever else, I'd probably say yes to that, you know. Like yeah. I love Donovan, but if Anthony Davis and LeBron James are gonna clearly make the Jazz a championship contender, I can see that you know. And if Mark's listening, Mark's gonna hate this part. So Mark, I should have told you not to listen here. So, um, yeah, go on. And to take it a step further, if you want to, when when the ESPN Thirty for Thirty comes out to document what led to the downfall and the end of the most, the you know, I'm gonna say it, the best Jazz pod co-op. Not jazz, the best jazz, jazz podcast in the world uh, started to spiral out of control over the minute mark when who hypothetically suggested Dylan Brooks for Joe Ingles? I mean, you've said some, you've said some shit that good people have said before, but that might—that's as close to a racial yeah. slur as we'll allow on this particular podcast. Like if, I'm one, if I'm the one stepping in saying you've gone too far, that you've gone too far. <laughs> Mark's like Koshik again. I know this one. I, I don't like to. Uh, I, I like, like, hey, you know, if there's a clear three, like, if there's a clear guy that next year is just like, that's the guy that'll piss you over the top. Then, like, yeah, like, you know, I can see trading one of these guys. You know, it, it probably never happens. But again, like, you know, like, I can, I can be happy. And, and maybe it's because, like, I'm a, uh, I saw what happened with the Malone stocking years and see what happens when, you know, teams waited too long. Or yeah, wasn't Malone Stock? It's more like Millsap Jefferson, I think. When when the Jazz didn't trade Millsap and Jefferson, oh, oh yeah, and they kept them oh, both boy. and then didn't resign yeah. them. Yeah, that um, uh, that um, uh, that would hurt. So that was painful. Yeah. Oh boy, man! Like, I got, all I we had, all, all we got, all we need, all need these T-shirts that say, you know, I lived through the the Je- Jefferson and Millsap years, and all I have to show for it is this Dante Exum shirt. <laughs> Dante Exum, hey, you know, maybe he'll be back. Who knows? Um, uh, he might be a free agent. I don't know. So, Exum, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Him. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure he is still a free agent. He's just floating out there on the island by himself. I mean, I mean, after that, after that Australian bronze medal run, he's still out there. That's crazy. Third um, place. Well, I, he did. He did look like he hurt himself. Like, like he was like pulled from one of the games, like the game against the U.S. I want to say. Yeah, because I was I was watching that. It looked like uh, he hurt himself, but he, but he, played, he he went back in and played again. So I mean, that's later, but it took a while. Probably so, but, yeah, that's probably like everybody's like everybody everybody saw him fall. <laughs> um, that's actually exactly what the person I said that that was with watching that game said. Oh, they lost because Exum hurt himself. Yeah. Okay. Man. Uh, I can't remember what I was gonna say. I, I lost it. Um, yeah, yeah that so, speaks for itself. <laughs> no further explanation uh, needed. <laughs> right. So, um, uh, yeah. 
I think after summer league is ended, if the, the Jazz might play in the summer league championship game, we'll see. Um, uh, God, I that, hope so. If that means anything, raise raise the fucking I banner, really guys. I hope so. Oh, <laughs> I I yeah, wait. we're putting that raise banner everywhere. I just don't, I just, if we lose, I'm the buying a replica banner. I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> 2021-2022, I'm a summer league champ. Summer league champion. Champion. Right next to Garth Brooks yeah. and Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, Don't forget Frank. Uh, Frank. Um, and Larry put uh, his own number up there, for Christ's sake. That's a ballsy move. No, I know. It's like a, I'm a, still hilarious that that Garth Brooks banner actually hung up there. <laughs> Yeah, I think they eventually took it down, but they 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 needed to hang something up there for forever. So um, uh, you know, know, they 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 figured it out. You know, did they they put the horse one up there yet, or is that still the horse one? Progress the Mike Conley's horse championship is that up there? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we we need it. Oh my god, you better better, better carry that fucking around with. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to uh, commission DJ to make one. Didn't someone? We got like second place in the three-point shootout this year too, right? Like, is that's a silver medal? Yeah. So we should definitely recognize that. <laughs> um, I'm, dude, I'm just. I thank God the Olympics are over. That's all I'm gonna say. Damn, I watched, dude. I, I, I watched zero minutes of it. Zero. Uh, I'm gonna get canceled. I just gotta. I gotta shut up. Fighting my right. I I probably would have watched some events. I, I watched a lot more events because I mean I was working them and kind of had to, but. Uh, there are a few events I do like. I'm a, I'm, I'm a huge uh, uh, gymnastics fan now, so you know I, I watch those. But yeah, stands at 3 a.m. to watch Michaela Skinner on the do a vault. Uh, um, yeah, I, I missed out on the 3 a.m. Or I thought it was like that's, 4 a.m. That's fair. You're allowed to do that because you were hyping it up all year long on Sunday afternoons when no one else gave a shit. So you're <laughs> yeah, allowed. Right. You, you Red, Red rocks, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like a, uh, that's like a good way to spend a Saturday night, apparently. Um, yeah, you know, uh, it'll be weird because, like, I mean, uh, assuming that um, uh, Delta Center COVID doesn't kill everybody, um, uh, I would like to see what a full Red Rock Stadium looks like. So last year That's was freaking very weird. That's freaking hilarious. So, Delta Center COVID. Uh, that's, um, you know, in Utah, that's, <laughs> that's what we call it. That's, that, call it so. that's, that's amazing. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, I've heard the Red Rocks, they sell out more than the, the basketball team, so you're in for a treat. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> well, is rolling over in his grave right now. Yeah. rolling over his grave right now. Alex Johnson rolling over his grave right now. Andrew yeah, Bogut is... rolling around his grave. Yeah, this, yeah, his grave. That, that's like 98 was like. That 98 was um, uh, uh, the sweet spot for the Utes and um, uh, Logan there. Yeah. Fuck Scott Padgett. Never forget, guys. <laughs> did you? Did I, you play, uh, I can't, I can't uh, believe Scott Padgett played for the Jazz. I've been saying it forever. Scott Padgett been ruining Utah fans' lives for a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a Wildcat and as a, as a Utah yeah, as fan. As a Jazz member. Yeah. Such a, a troll. He's trolling us from within the stadium. Strong Matt Harpering vibe. <laughs> Adam Keith. Adam Keith. If Adam Keith and if Adam Keith and Matt Harpering had dirty little warts on their elbows and they rubbed their dirty little warts together, Scott Pageant is what happens. It's like <laughs> this is incredible. I'm going to see if Scott Pageant has a Twitter account. Ever. Oh man, I'm a. 
I, I didn't know how to outro, and I was just like, hey, let's let's keep talking. Uh, something will, and and you know, uh, Adam Keefe and Matt Halpern did little awards turning the Scott Padgett <laughs> with the outro. I was like, yep, that, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. what we're using. Oh, that, that might that might be a, that might be the lead into the podcast, so people are gonna hear who you say the worst thing. <laughs> And then the jazz high notes music is gonna hit, and they're like, "Like, what the fuck just happened?" You know, and they don't like. I'll let it sit there for a minute, and <laughs> people are like, "What the hell? Is, what is this podcast gonna be about?" So, and then drop the then drop the jazz and gals commercial, so they all get back on. I'm McCoy, and I'm Emily. Oh, hey, oh hey, um, and we're the don't... jazz and gals. Who who is this? Is this still part that you're gonna use as the, as the podcast or? Uh, I haven't. I, I, did, you, did you hear me say I? That's it yet? No, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't oh. yet. <laughs> <laughs> We've just been rambling for like fifteen minutes. So yeah, nice, uh, nice. Yeah, give me. I have to. I have to say my podcast now. I'm, I'm gonna listen to this tomorrow while I'm, or hopefully, have it edited and shot and and put it up tomorrow before I go to football game because I really hate listening to parents and high school kids cheer for football teams. Like the action's fine, but guys, like you guys are being fucking ridiculous over these football games. high school, high school Utah high school football games. Like they matter so little. Ninety percent of your kids are going to go on to be like insurance salesmen or the, the tourist salesmen or real estate <laughs> yep. people. Like this, this high school game is not going to fucking matter for the real life, folks. So you guys are going to sit here and scream and degrade the other team and the referees. <laughs> you guys are fucking morons. Honestly, um, so, I couldn't as, agree as a, with as a recap, more with what you hate, said there. We hate parrots and prep sports, and we hate the yes. Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love you guys so much. Very uncomfortable, like merger into the into the 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 four letter the season the, four the the season of four letter words. Yes. Yes. Oh. Honestly, I love I love you bringing the rage today, man. That was awesome. That was was just amazing. I've had a lot of off seasons, and the the thing is, actually, like the off season, I like I I I wonder who the Jazz' first choice for backup center was that they they missed out on. Um, Yeah, me too. Honestly, because it couldn't have been Whiteside. And I, I I really don't care. Like if Whiteside sucks, or whatever. Again, you know, as Logan says, it's, it's the lowest amount of money you can pay somebody. Like, right. like again, like it's it's not like the Jazz have had great backup centers in the past two years. So they they were the number one yeah. seed last year with okay well, play. So yeah. again, like you know, anytime I think Josh said this, anytime Rudy's on the floor, the Jazz are worse anyway. So. Maybe maybe this will be Rudy Gobert playing more than thirty minutes a game. Who knows? Um, that would be that be an interesting adjustment. I mean, I, mean, I, I hope that Rudy can handle it because I mean, that's a lot of minutes, you know. That yeah, he's put it, on is. it is. It so, is. I mean, I, I really hope that Doak and or Whiteside and or Pascal and or whoever they play at the backup five. Oh, by the um, way, radio edit. Because of that's a that that that's stuff that like. We're not part of. We're not involved with. So I don't want to like. That's no, no, no. Telling you. Trade rumors. Yeah, no, we're still I'm re- telling you. This. I thought I didn't. We're, no, what we're are you still talking about recording. <laughs> I, I said, did I say I? That's it. I did not. We're <laughs> still going. Well, hey, you said so much stuff since then that I, I, I don't know what to believe anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, uh, you literally asked me for. Re- Sorry to make you edit that like, out. Yeah. I will edit that out for <laughs> you if you want. Oh man, but uh, uh, well, that's not saying. God, like, God uh, damn it, Jared. 
<laughs> and, uh, and people are gonna be like, "What they edited out? Oh my god, it was it was something that was not our decision." All right, so. yeah, some weird way that might be good. They're gonna get some hot gossip dropped on the floor. Yeah, some hot gossip. Over. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, at fantasy football, so yeah, you I'm sorry, I should. You guys are gonna be. You guys are going to be um, uh, running the fantasy football again, so that's cool. Um, well, uh, oh, I have no idea what's going on because, of, like, I thought because uh, I. I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I mean, I'm down to run it, or McCade can run it. Either way, I, it's fine. Well, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, preseason. Like preseason football starts, and I'm like, oh fuck, preseason football. God damn it. I just like I. I see football. I'm like, well, my, my life just got so much harder because of, of work. And I'm like, well, fuck. But yeah, whatever. Um, but um, yeah, we'll get that set up. If you want to play fantasy football with um, uh, Logan and Jared and other jazz fans that listen to the pod co-op, we're gonna have that again. There are no prizes because we're poor. Um, but yeah, you know, you can have pride. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, Jared. Ooh, uh, I should should invite Tejo to play. I don't know if he's uh, uh, is there anything in the Pascal pouch you wanna you wanna reach into? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think Donovan's got some stuff stored in there, so I, yeah. I'm not sure. More Did you a, know it's more, of a, it's more of a Dom and wraparound situation? I'm sure. <laughs> Did you know that um, they played AAU ball together? That probably Did, you, did you know that they've been best friends forever? <laughs> I, I hate the fact that I tweeted that out being a smartass, and it's like the best traction I've got on Twitter in a long time. <laughs> like it's just, dude, I've got some bangers out there, and they just get they just get left on the floor, and I say something stupid, and everyone just. It's just you say, you say something that you don't want anybody to love, and they're all like, "Oh, he's right." You know, <laughs> you didn't know that? You didn't know that? Oh my god! Did you know this? I'm like, "Oh, really?" Did you Did you know that Matt Harpering of uh, played football? Yeah, at least <laughs> some people caught on to that and were making yeah. making fun of it. But it's the other, like the amount yeah. of likes and the transaction you get, uh, traction you get from unknowns is is really fantastic. Uh, my my current banger tweet um, uh, from my personal account uh, at Who Trust Who Men. Um, uh, was about Ryan Smith, and it was uh, it was basically, and it was literally a joke I made a week earlier about somebody else, but I did the the uh, night of the Roxbury joke about Ryan Smith, oh. and people loved that one. I was like, oh well, okay, easy audience, I guess. But I did see him just walking out and about. I'm like, oh shit, Ryan Smith is just walking here in the concourse. It was All an right. Emilio situation, is that what you're saying? It, exactly. I was like, I was like, I sw- I swear, guys, Mr. Qualtrics himself, I was. I was like, Ryan! <laughs> that was the exact tweet. And people were like, oh my god. They, I, was like, I was like, wow. You guys, you guys really love that one. I'm like, alright, cool. It, it wasn't as good as uh, Jared's uh, Chick-fil-A tweet, but what is really, you know? So Yeah, I mean, that, that tweet, I caught, I caught lightning in a bottle with that tweet. I don't know what happened. You, yeah, like, you oh. better bring it back for um, uh, when, um, uh, when Gamma Variant hit some uh, uh, <laughs> uh, half the population is dead. We need, um, we need, I, we need, ch- I'm just kidding. Play. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't believe in mass or vaccines. So, um, <laughs> we, we need, we need the Hulk version of the, we need the Hulk version of the, of the COVID, yeah. man. That's what you're saying. The um, man. all right. Well, I'm, uh, Logan, I'm, uh, I, you have the last word. Yeah. I just, I, I, I told everyone on Twitter they can go to hell a couple of weeks ago, and that was, I'm still not sure if that was the right call or not. I'm leaning towards yes still. But uh, I do have a pretty good tweet here to read, read out from the Tyrosaurus. Uh, he, in, the res- in response to my tweet, so I'm going to shout myself out. I said, a wiener is a tail on the front that you can pee out of. 
which is kind of <laughs> genius if you ask me. But he tweeted back a picture of him that said, uh, you know, he, he, kudos to him. When two people kiss, they create a long tube from butthole to butthole. <laughs> Nothing to do with you the know? jazz at all. But I just oh. want you to think about it. And really, you know, jazz related. I'm just, we need to start the movement. We, we don't need Mountain Mike. We need Motherfucker Mike this year. So let's <laughs> see if we can get there you go, Motherfucker Mike. <laughs> go get those technical fouls. Yeah. Uh, this is a super long episode. We're, we're probably at an hour and like 10 ish right now. And um, I apologize, folks, that um, uh, for our super long episode, you just listened to us rabble about just bullshit for 20 minutes. So um, I'm never going to apologize for being too. Ne- you know what? Who never, be, never apologize for being too long? Yeah. <laughs> Has never had that problem in my life. All right. That's it. We'll see you guys next time. And now we're done. That was amazing. <laughs> Just drop the gossip in the middle of the- <laughs>